Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is once again another opportunity for us to share the Word of God together. I know that you may be hearing a lot of noises, a lot of voices around you, especially during this moment when everybody is talking about coronavirus. But like I shared with you last week, the name of Jesus should reign supreme at all times. More especially for those of us who are children of God, those of us who have covenant with God, we need to understand our authority. We need to know who we are in Christ. And all those many sermons that we've been taught, all the teachings that we've received thus far, let's put them into practice. Jesus says, if we hear the word, we should be doers of the word. He says, a man who hears my word and doesn't do it is like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. Because when the winds and the storms come and the rains come, that house will not stand. It falls and great is its fall. But the one who builds his house upon the rock will be established. So that even when the winds come, the storms come, beat against that house, the house will remain standing. So when challenges come, that is the time for us to know what you are made of. So that's why then I always like this scripture that I shared with you last week, which shows that we are actually trained for battle. Psalms 144 verse 1, I'll do it in the Good News translation, says, Praise the Lord my protector. He trains me for battle and prepares me for war. So in essence, the Lord trains us for battle. He prepares us for war. So the enemy cannot defeat us. We are skilled. We've been well trained by the master himself. So the enemy should not deceive himself and think that he can take charge, he can push us up and down. This is the time for us as children of God to exercise our authority, to show that we are children of God, to use all the, 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 the word that we've received, what we've deposited in our hearts. It is time now to show forth that word and let the word have show what it is made of because the word itself has got power in it to make the power of God available in our lives. So if you, I always like the example of a sponge. If you soak a sponge in red ink and you apply that sponge, pressure to that sponge, red ink will come out. If you soak that same sponge in clear water and applying pressure on the sponge, clear water comes out. So, whenever you are faced with pressure, that is the time we would know what you are made of. That's why when Jesus says, the one who hears my word and keeps them and, and, and does my word, even when the winds come, his house will remain standing. So, this is the time we can see the power of God we should see it as an opportunity to reign on the earth. Actually, the Bible talks about the fact that God created the heavens and the earth and he placed us on the earth and he gave us authority to rule in life. He says, let's make men in our image. Let them have dominion on the earth. So God wants us to have dominion. God wants us to take charge. So child of God, you need to take charge. You need to know who you are in Christ. Because the Bible talks about, if you go to the book of Psalms 115, verse 16, one read it, it just says that the heavens belongs to the Lord, 
but the earth he has given to the children of men. So if the heavens belong to the Lord and the earth he has given to the children of men, he has given us the earth to take charge, to be stewards of what happens here on the earth. So whatever is happening here on the earth, we shouldn't be crying like people of the world who do not know, who do not have hope. We need to know that we are in charge. We are the ones who should restore the order of God on this earth. Jesus teaches his disciples in Matthew chapter 6, 9 to 10, we're using the King James Version. He teaches them to pray this way. He says, after this manner, therefore pray, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, heaven already is like a prototype of what earth should be like. I believe in heaven, there are no sicknesses. I believe in heaven, there is no poverty. Who will be walking in streets of gold. So therefore, we can declare the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven here on the earth. But it's us children of God who should declare that thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because Jesus gave us the authority. He says in Luke 10, 19, in the New King James Version, Behold, I give you authority. So when we are given authority, authority is that bestowed power. You know you've got a backup. You know the kingdom, there is a kingdom behind you. It's like when a traffic officer stops a car. That traffic officer may be a tiny man and a big truck is coming. That traffic officer who understands his authority will lift his hand and show that truck to stay to stop, and the truck will stop. Why? Not because that man is a big man, but because the truck driver knows the authority behind this truck, the traffic officer. So can the devil also acknowledge and see the power that is behind you, the power that God has bestowed upon your life, so that when you put order, when you say, peace, be still, can it be? Can there be great silence? Peace, be still. And then you're taking charge, you're taking authority. So he says, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. The enemy intends to hurt you. The enemy intends to harm us. But we can take our authority and say, Nothing shall by any means hurt me. That's why, as for me, I'm not even afraid of this coronavirus. I'm not afraid of germs. I'm not afraid of anything because the Lord is with me. So I do not boast on myself. I boast in the name of the Lord our God. The Bible says, some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. So in moments like this, where does your trust lie? What are you trusting in? Because the fact that God has given us the authority, has bestowed the kingdom on us, he wants us to exercise that authority. The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 32 says in the King James Version, Fear not, little flock, it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. He wants to give us the kingdom. He wants us to exercise the authority that we have. So he says, 
It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So when he has given us the kingdom, he wants us to exercise the authority that we have. To enforce the kingdom of God here on the earth. Whether it's sickness that is coming against your life, whether it's challenges, diseases, poverty, lack of peace, any turmoil, any tragic things that the enemy may want to bring against you, take charge, child of God. Take authority. Because if you go to Luke chapter 22, verse 29, in the Amplified Version, it reads, And as my father has appointed a kingdom and conferred it on me, that's Jesus saying, so do I confer on you the privilege and decree. So the father has conferred a kingdom unto Jesus. And Jesus says, I also confer his kingdom on you as children of God. I want you to take that authority to rule and take charge in the name of Jesus. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ should take its rightful position, even in moments like now. Because the church of the Lord Jesus is the only hope that this world has. If you go to the book of Matthew chapter 16, verse 18 to 19, we read in the King James Version. This is where we can we see Jesus introducing his church. He's got so much confidence in his church. Listen to this. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So the enemy cannot prevail against the church of the living God. Nothing that the enemy plans will ever succeed against the church of God. So I say, church of God, wake up. Let us stand up and take our rightful position. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against rulers, against rulers, principalities, rulers of darkness of this world. And we've got to take charge. We've got to take control. Because he says, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And indeed, the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. And he says, and I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. I like this. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So in heaven, it's all good things. And we want to bring the kingdom of God here on the earth. So when he says, I give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. In other words, heaven wants to back you up, child of God. So that whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. I will put it this way. Whatever you bound on earth shall be backed up by heaven. So in other words, your authority comes from the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you lose on earth shall be lost in heaven. So heaven will confirm that which we declare. We live in this world, but we are not of this world. If you read 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 to 4 in the NIV, it says, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. Some of you children of God, you have forgotten who our enemy is. You are fighting with people. You are always complaining. You are fighting with your employers. You are fighting with almost everybody, even your family members. That's not our bed. Don't miss your target. We fight not against 
human beings. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. So he says, verse 4, the weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. So whatever the enemy is boasting himself in needs to be demolished. You remember when Goliath came to the children of Israel and he was intimidating them and they were so afraid. But David comes on the scene and he says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that can talk like this about my God? I like that. So do we have some people today who can stand up and say, who is this? What is this coronavirus that it can try to occupy such a center stage? Come against it in the name of Jesus. At the end of this cast, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for us children of God who have a covenant with God so that you know that the enemy, the gem, disease gem, cannot do you any harm. But I also feel that we will also need to pray for our country and plead for mercy. We need God's mercy in moments like this. The church of God is the only hope that this world has. So, God wants to use us to change our world. What goes on around us, it is our responsibility to bring order. We cannot be keeping on blaming and saying, but if God is there, why are things happening like this? If indeed God loves the world, why, are, why did he allow this? Those are irrelevant questions. You have the authority. Exercise your authority instead of asking questions. Let me show you something very interesting. You will see somebody, Gideon. Let's go to the book of Judges, chapter 6, verse 11 to 16. Actually, the questions that Gideon was asking, they seem genuine and fair questions. But interestingly, God does not answer such questions. Because they are questions that are coming out of fear. It's not questions that are based on faith. Listen to this. Judges chapter 6, 11 to 16, NLT. Then the angel of the Lord came and sat beneath the great tree of Ophrah, which belongs to Joash of the clan of Abiezer. Gideon, son of Joash, was threshing wheat at the bottom of a wine press to hide the grain from the Midianites. You see what he was doing. So he was actually afraid of the Midianites. Some of you are afraid of your enemies. It ought not be so brethren. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. You see how the Lord sees you. The Lord sees you as a mighty hero. The Lord sees you as, some, as, as more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. In Jesus' name. So in other words, the Lord has deposited in you his ability, his nature, and his power. So don't look at yourself through the lens of your own eyes. Look at yourself through Jesus, who you are in Christ. So now here it says, mighty hero, other versions talk about mighty warrior. So you are a warrior, but he says, a warrior me, running away from the Midianites, says the Lord is with you. So what makes you a mighty hero or a mighty warrior? It's not because of who you are. It's because the Lord is with you. And Gideon said, Sir, Gideon replied, If the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? 
So that's, that question sounds funny to me. Haven't you had people talking around now? If the Lord is with us, why does this thing happen? What did this thing happen? And somebody complains, if the Lord is with me, why is my family like this? Why did so and so die? Why this coronavirus? Why that? Why that? If the Lord is with us. But let's see if God answers such questions. He doesn't answer such questions. He usually tells you what you need to do as somebody that has authority. Now, Gideon continues and says, And where are all the miracles that our ancestors have told us about? Didn't they say the Lord brought us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and handed us over to the Midianites. That's what some of you are feeling like. You feel like the Lord has abandoned us. No, he hasn't. He said, I will never leave you and forsake you. He hasn't abandoned us. We just need to remember the name of the Lord our God. And we keep on declaring who God is in our lives. Then the Lord turned to him and said, that's verse 14, Go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. So God knows that you have what it takes to be victorious on the earth. He says, go with the strength you have. Go with the authority that I've given you and exercise that authority and see the will of God prevailing on the earth and see the will of God prevailing in your family and see the will of God prevailing in your life. See the will of God prevailing in your body. And you say, my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. It is not the temple of sicknesses. Diseases, germs, and viruses have got no hold over my body. This is the temple of the Holy Ghost. So he says, the Lord said to him, I will be with you, and you will destroy the Midianites as if you were fighting against one man. So the Lord says he's with us, and he will be with us. He will always stand with us. And he has given us the victory. So like I said, I'm going to pray. But before I pray, I want to make declarations that I believe you can also make those declarations. We need to declare together. Because we need to talk. In times like this, you cannot keep silent. You need to talk. You need to declare the will of God. You need to declare what you want to see happen. You cannot afford to be complaining. You've got to talk to your mountain. Jesus says, And whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. So you can have what you say. What do you want to see happen? Why don't you say it? Say what you want to see happen. Don't talk what you see happening. Imagine if God talked darkness when it was dark. The Bible says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And God said, let there be light. When darkness was upon the face of the deep, God said, let there be light. When it was dark. So what do you say when it's dark? What do you say when the world seems to be eternal? Speak as a child of God. We need to instill hope in this world. The world needs to have hope in us because we are children of God. We are the church of the living God. So I'm going to make a declaration. And I want you to join me in making this declaration. Amen.
I'm going to make a declaration and I want you to follow me in making this declaration. Let's make this declaration together. We're exercising our authority. Let's go for it together. I am not afraid of the enemy. Satan has no power over me. Coronavirus has no power over my body. My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. It is not the temple of sicknesses. It is not a host for viruses. Every virus that touches my body dies instantly in the name of Jesus. Disease germs are not allowed to live and multiply in my body. Every cancer cell trying to live in my body dies by the power of the life of Jesus in my body. It withers like the fig tree which Jesus cursed. Just as fire had no power over the bodies of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, neither does sickness have any power over my body. The spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwells in me. The same power that God used to raise Jesus from the dead brings life to my mortal body. The life of Jesus is manifested in my body. Sickness, you are not permitted in my body. I am redeemed from the curse of the law. Thank you, Father, that I am healed. In Jesus' name, I walk in divine health. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. As we are going to pray, before I pray, I just want to share this one scripture with you, and we are going to pray. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 in the NIV reads, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. We want our land to be healed. We want to be forgiven and to make sure that our relationship with God is in the right position. That we have the good relationship with God. And as I'm going to pray, my prayer will be in two facets. We'll start by praying for those who have a covenant with God. If you are a child of God and you've got a covenant with God, there are some benefits for you who is a child of God. So I will just make a declaration. But for the rest of the world, we need the mercy of God. So I will pray for the mercy of God upon us as humanity. We need God. We need to turn away from our wicked ways and let God forgive us and heal our land. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before your throne of grace even in moments like this. I thank you, mighty Father, that you are our faithful Father. And Father, as I approach your throne of grace, I come with boldness, knowing that we are accepted in the beloved. I pray, my Father, for your children, those who have covenant with you, Father, you said that you are Jehovah, the Lord, our protector. Jehovah, the Lord, our defender. 
Even in moments like this, I make this declaration. I say, as for the children of God, they shall not be negatively impacted by this coronavirus. For we have a covenant with you, O God. You said that you will cover us with your feathers and under your wings we take refuge. Indeed, we take refuge in you. Indeed, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run unto it and they are safe. I say children of God are safe under the power of the Holy Ghost, under the power of the mighty God. You cover us, O God. I declare that we are covered by the blood of Jesus. Coronavirus cannot harm us. No disease germ can harm us. Cancer cells cannot destroy our bodies. No sickness has any authority over our bodies because Jesus is our healer. We declare that we were healed by the stripes of the Lord Jesus and we remain healed. Healing is our portion as children of God. Heavenly Father, I know that many people are in fear even in moments like this. And for children of God, it ought not be so. We should not be afraid of the enemy. For Father, you have not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And we will exercise the authority that we have in Jesus. And we thank you, Father, that you are watching over your word to fulfill it. And Father, your eyes are moving to and fro upon the face of the earth, that you may show yourself strong on our behalf. We want to see your strength, your intervening on our behalf as your children. Heavenly Father, we also come before you, Lord, on behalf of our nation. We have turned from your ways. We have departed from your ways as a nation. Mighty God, we plead that you forgive us. I stand as your servant, O oh God, even as servants of old, the prophets of old, who will plead for your mercies for their people. I plead for your mercy, Lord, even in our country. We need you, mighty God. Intervene even in this situation of coronavirus, that our economy may be back in order again, that indeed our lives will be back in order again, and that this pandemic will not reign supreme. In the name of Jesus, mighty Father, we need you. Mighty Father, we need your intervention. And I thank you, my Father, that you hear me when I pray. I believe there are many other children of God all over the world that are praying like I'm doing. And Father, as we agree together here on earth as touching anything that we shall ask our Father, it shall be done for us of our Father in heaven. Mighty Father, that's why I'm trusting you. That's why I'm believing you, Lord, for the restoration of all things. That order will be brought to the forth again. That everything will be in order in the name of Jesus. And children of God will rejoice as they see that our God has come through for us. In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, I thank you. I give you praise. I give you glory. I say it shall be well with the Russians, for they shall eat the fruit of their labor. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Have a blessed moment going forward. In the name of Jesus, we love you. We are praying for you. And we thank God that the Lord has a covenant with us. And he will never leave us nor forsake us. 
in Jesus' name.